Hello and good evening from Hunter's Ale House in Mount Pleasant. Adam Jackson, Brock Gutierrez back for another week and uh, an impressive first win on Saturday, the home opener, 45 nothing win over Robert Morris, Brock. Yeah, it was nice to see. Nice to see them come out and take care of business. And uh, a lot of guys got some playing time, which was also nice to see, kind of get a look at uh, some of the younger fellas. Yes, it was. Obviously, it was the 20-year anniversary of September 11th, and uh, it was the first time that we could see the Chippewa Champion Center and all the fans come in and support CMU for the first time in two years. That was awesome to see. It was good, uh, a good turnout by the students. Always nice to see that that other end or that other side of the stadium was was pretty filled up. And uh, boy, that Champion Center is just something to look at. That place is pretty special. And seeing the team come out of there and uh, just this the whole atmosphere was fantastic. Great atmosphere. I actually got to partake in a little tailgating, just kind of walk around, <laughs> get a flavor of the day. Of course. And, it was wonderful. A lot of, you know, some great tailgates out there. Verlager and his crew had uh, some great food, and that's always fun. And and just uh, just love Saturdays at Kelly Short Stadium. Nothing better. You know, the one constant at Kelly Short Stadium, it's always sunny, and that was true it's again on Saturday. A little breezy, but definitely sunny. Beautiful day for football. Well, we're going to talk about that first Saturday at Kelly Short Stadium. Chippewas with a, a handling win, 45 nothing against Robert Morris. We've got Coach Mack here, obviously, coming up shortly. And then we're going to talk with the defensive line. Ian Scott is here. Troy Hairston and Thomas Incombe will join them. Big game on Saturday, obviously down in Baton Rouge, another SEC test as the Chippewas look for their first win against a Southeastern Conference <coughs> opponent in school history. But we'll talk first about Robert Morris when we come back with the head coach, Jim McElwain. Stay right here on the Chippewas Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Live at Hunter's Ale House for the third Coach Max show of the 2021 fall season. Adam Jackson, Bronca Terres, and the third-year head coach, Jim McElwain. How you doing tonight? Doing fantastic, and uh, it's great to see the people out here enjoying all this great food at Hunter's Ale House. And, yeah, we are actually. This is pretty cool, too. We've got uh, the president and his lovely wife here as well. And, and uh, he did, you know, here's the one thing. I go over there to say hello, and he doesn't offer me a piece of pizza, but it looks really good. You didn't take one? <laughs> I, 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 no, I was waiting. <laughs> I'm not like you. I'm not just going to go and say grab these. <laughs> that looks good. <laughs> that does. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's great to be here. We've had a great week practice. And, uh, you know, what a great atmosphere last week, huh? Yeah, how special was that for you to be back on the sideline and the guys to, to take in that full environment for the first time in a couple of years? No, it was uh, it was outstanding. And, and uh, you know, I heard Brock mention it earlier, uh, boy, the students, you know, and, and how they filled up that side and, and really made it hard on the opponents. Uh, that was great. And, uh, and you know, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just the whole day. I know where there were some hiccups throughout, you know, just with the first time, the use of the, the new facility and some of the things there, but we'll get everything ironed out. And, and um, man, it was great. And the, and the people tailgating, man, there were a lot of people. Yeah, and like I said, I, I just wanted to make sure everybody was safe out there. Yes. So I just kind of <laughs> checked it out, around, you know, the whole area, and everybody was fine. Yeah, that's good. You know, and, and uh, well, look at this. We're, we're, actually, we're actually getting service <laughs> pizza. Well, great. thank you very much, Dr. Davies. I appreciate Hand that. Deliver. Uh, I, and, and I'm sure that'll come out of my salary. But anyway, <laughs> we're... we're uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> but no, that's fantastic, and, and what a great-looking piece of pie. Oh my Stay goodness. away from that, Brock. Uh, okay, I will. I that will. Thing. Go ahead. You probably but haven't eaten all day. You've been no, working all day. No, that's exactly right. But uh, So tell me what it is like, Brock, to actually be kind of the tailgate supervisor, you know, in a, at a home opener like that. You know, that. it's a thankless job, Coach. Yes, <laughs> is it? You know, I, my tailgating expertise is, is limited yeah, because right. I – played for so long and yeah. then and then kind of i'm really kind of a rookie at it i yeah. mean i don't uh there's it's amazing what these guys have they have tv screens out there and <laughs> right. you know and 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 uh burnt ends and and you know ribeye and chicken legs and all these guys they man they do a wonderful job it's great i go around sample it all it's, it's fantastic well, it's, it's, un it's unfortunate too because i'm so demanding i make him show up five minutes before yeah. the game starts so well, i cut his, really cut into his, my style. his time <laughs> there but happy that he could get back out there and uh you're right coach the, the atmosphere was fantastic let's talk about the game uh your team dominated 145 yeah. to nothing and how about this I, it's very hard to get a shutout in this day and era That's of right. college football. That's CMU's first shutout since 2013. So yeah. wow. nearly a decade, and you guys do that in game two. Very impressive. Well, you, you know, I think it really speaks to where we're at as a program because uh, before I got here, and, and even that first year I was here, you know, we kind of struggled against Albany. We didn't just mm -hmm. come out and send them home, mm -hmm. you know. And I think that you know, developing a program where you go out and dominate your opponent, doesn't matter who the opponent is, uh, really showed me a lot as far as how we're growing up as a football team. Well, and for me, Brock, um, what it reminded me is 2019. I know we talked about this last week, Coach, and how do you get back to that 2019 mindset of, hey, they're coming into our house. Yep. We're going to take the lead. We're going to dominate, and uh, this game's going to end ugly, and that's what it felt like the first try here in 2021. No doubt. And I tell you what was great, too, is just being able to play every guy that suited up. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, it, those guys get an opportunity to go out there and play in front of their family and in and the crowd. And, you know, they put a lot of time and effort into it, you know, to stand on the sideline. And then for them to be able to get out there and actually play a lot of reps, I thought it was fantastic. And, and I thought some of the young kids, I mean, they went out there and played their tails off. Yeah, get after it, right? You're going to put yourself on film. And I – you just uh, touched on a little bit those i was a young guy too right and and when you weren't when you're not starting and not playing a whole lot maybe your first year second year i mean you don't look at it as as mop-up time i mean yeah. that's what we call it right oh they got some mop-up well that's to them it's a lot right they want to show that they can do it they want to show that they can compete and uh it's nice to see those guys get to do that because those opportunities you know unless you get a rash of injuries are few and far between when everybody's playing well and the starters are are uh, fully entrenched so that's nice to see. No, I thought it was outstanding. And, and you know, uh, the other piece, that just kind of talk about your team, is the support of the guys that were out of the game that were supporting those guys that were in the game. I thought that was really cool. It certainly was. Uh, we were excited. We heard all fall camp about uh, specifically the running backs. And we know we, we got to see Marion and Darius and Lou in that first game. But our first chance to see DJ and Miles and uh, those guys were fun to watch. Yeah, and we got Miles in early. I thought he did a really good job, ran his tail off. And then, you know, like I said, DJ, I, he gives you a little bit, you know, a second gear. You could really see that a couple times when he broke out and into the open. And, and uh, you know, like I said, uh, you know, that's a room that, that we feel we have a lot of depth at. And, and uh, you know, you know we've got to get those guys touches and get them ready because you just never know. 
The other thing, too, I, I think it was good to see Khalil Pimpleton get in the end zone with how much yep. he does for your offense and how important he was. Uh, he had a really nice run there in the uh, south corner of the end zone to get his first of the year. Well, it's interesting. You know, in the first two games, you can tell um, people know where he's at, mm. and they are not going to let him get loose. Uh, it's just – but in saying that, it's helped some other guys get loose. You know, Ja'Cory's had a big game. Uh, Dallas Dixon's had a big game. So what happens is uh, – he has attracted so much attention that other guys get some one-on-ones and the ability to go make plays. So, um, you know, I think more than anything to me, that's a respect from the opponent that says, look, we cannot let this guy dominate the game. Talking with Jim McElwain, Brock is here as well. Chippewa's take down the Colonials of Robert Morris, 45 to nothing. Coach, interested, what's your message is after a game that you're expected to win, but you still got to go out there and take care of business? What you tell the team after the game? Well, you know, first thing, you know, I don't care who you beat. Uh, wins are hard to come by. Mm. You know, the number one thing is congratulations. And you put a lot of work in to go win a ball game, and, and those guys did that. I uh, was proud and told them how proud I was of the, you know, just the way they went about their business. You know, I think from the start, the defense was flying and hitting and, and, uh, you know, offensively, again, taking those first drives down like we have. And, and uh, to me, that tells me that, that they're mentally prepared to, to play the game. And, and they played it the way they should, you know. And I told them I was proud of them for that. And, uh, you know, now we've got another little task ahead of us this week. Yeah, you know, you, when you play an opponent like uh, Robert Morris, you know, those players don't have any control over who, who they're playing that week, That's right? right. But they do have control over their hustle, yep. how they prepare, and all of those things. And, you know, you, you, you've got to go out and win convincingly the games that you should. And they did that. And that, to me, was one of the biggest takeaways. You just, from top to bottom, from first stringers all the way down to the guys that got in at the end of the game, they played like they were prepared. And that's a testament to you and the staff. So, you know, getting those guys ready when maybe they're playing somebody that, uh, that you know, us talking heads thinks maybe a, a lesser opponent, right? Sure. So that was great to see and, and certainly a testament to you guys. You know, I was uh, really, believe it or not, as good as the defense did. I was proud of the offense because they played a lot of shell defense. They were mm -hmm. not going to give up explosive Correct, yeah. plays. And, and, and what that does, it's actually pretty good coaching on their side because sometimes offensively then you get greedy. And, you know, it's okay to take those, you know, those five, those seven-yard, you know, those, those four-yard plays and consistently go down because I think what they were doing was a little bit of making us earn it. And, uh, you know, I, I, I was really happy with their patient, uh, patience on offense. Yeah, if you can just keep grinding out, those, you know, those big chunks will come later. And That's they did. Right. So yeah. it was uh, – it's a good job all the way around. I think the other thing, too, in these non-conference games, obviously getting you ready for MAC play, you want to stay yeah. healthy, and it seems like for the most part you guys did stay healthy on Saturday. Yeah, we did, and and, uh, and again, I think it was great that we were able to get a lot of people in. And, and uh, you know, as a coach, that's that's really kind of what you hope for. And um, so it, it, it worked out well. We'll st still be without Matowski this week. Uh, he'll be another week down, and, and – uh, but with that, you know, I thought Keegan Smith came in and, and got some, you know, great reps and, and uh, you know, has grown up as a true freshman. Yeah, that's another, that interior, that offensive line, looks seems to be a little bit, some depth there as well with yeah. with Keegan. And, and, and you've got really four guards that have been getting a lot of reps now, except uh, Matowski's out. But those four guys, I mean, that's a lot of depth for, for, for guard positions. No, it is. And, and uh you know, it, it, it's also good because we're able to actually spell some of those guys yep. at times so you can stay fresh. 
which we'll continue to do this week. Well, another big test and a chance to grow up on the road. Chippewas pick up their first win, as did the Bayou Bengals. LSU beating McNeese State 34-7 down in Death Valley, where the Chippewas will visit in uh, just about 48 hours. Night game down there in Baton Rouge. So let's talk about those Tigers when we come back on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Back here at Hunter's Ale House at the Coach Max Show. Adam Jackson, Jim McElwain, and Brock Gutierrez. Uh, Coach got hand-delivered from President Davies some what looks like uh, pepperoni, sausage, pizza here with some Parmesan shredded on the crust. You I'm, took your first bite. How is it? I mean, this is outstanding. I, I, um, I, I just want to say thank you for that because... Uh, you know, and the food here, I mean, I don't, have, have you tried the bangers and mash? Incredible oh, here. Incredible. So and uh, for the people out here, just an opportunity to come out to Hunter's and, and have a great meal and obviously an outstanding pie. Well, also the Hunter sticks and they've got thin crust too. So they've got you covered in the options uh, if you're craving some pizza. You know, and the other thing, I just, I'll throw this in, uh, you know, Johnny's done an outstanding job with his staff uh, helping feed our football team as well. And does an outstanding job with that johnny does everything yeah he's the yeah. greatest he, i love him he he, he is kind of just a he, jack of all trades jack of all trades yeah. that's for sure no and you know his father-in-law is here tonight too oh good so he has to be on his best behavior <laughs> you know john johnny just running running all these restaurants and doing everything on his own it's got to be just so hard i can't imagine how hard that is i mean he's my neighbor and i never <laughs> see him i mean it's crazy <laughs> He's getting a round of applause here, <laughs> taking this all in. Probably about to step out, feeling a little uncomfortable. Uh, by the way, Coach Mackey, that, that slice is awful close to Brock. You might want to guard it because I'm surprised it's not already gone. You know, he's been eyeing it. He certainly has. Well, uh, we've been eyeing the LSU Tigers, well. and uh, a big game certainly catching everybody's attention. Another chance to go down in a very hostile environment, 100,000-plus. I think what, Brock, you got to go back to – I know Oklahoma State probably 75, 80,000, maybe Michigan in 2013, the last time the Chippewas played against that many fans. Um, Coach, that's a that's a big environment to walk into Death Valley at night down there in Baton Rouge. You Wait know, a minute, though, qu real yeah. quick, though, I got a question though. Mm -hmm. Is there field? Is it 100 yards long? Yes. Is it 53 and a half yards wide? <laughs> it, it's just like Butler Fieldhouse. It's yeah. the same thing, man. <laughs> you got to shut that stuff out. I mean, we as fans can talk about that and enjoy it, but I mean. It's the same size field, Coach. Yeah, it, but I will tell you this. You know, when you go through and you're in this profession and, and you know, guys that are playing ball, um, having the opportunity to go to one of the greatest places there is to play college football, and that's there in Baton Rouge, a night game. Um, the fans are are incredible now they're going to be you know really <laughs> against us i understand that <laughs> but the flip side is this is a fan base that really understands football mm -hmm. i mean they, they it, it it's something that means a lot to them they do a great job of studying the game they understand you know different situations when to get loud when to be quiet you know all that kind of stuff and and uh you know it, it's fortunate to be able to go in there um three, four, five times, whatever it's been. And, and every time it's one of those that you, you remember just because of the atmosphere. It, it is really cool. 
you've been in a lot of those, obviously. You, you were coaching at one down there in Gainesville. Is there ever that moment yeah. when you're on the sideline where you just kind of stop and yeah. pinch yourself uh, and go, wow, this uh, is incredible? Uh, more than you can imagine. You know, I would have never guessed, you know, uh, getting into this that, that you know, th those are all places you just see on TV, mm -hmm. you know, and, and to really be in them and, and be a part of it. Um, you know, I'm just I'm ex really happy and excited for our kids. Uh, I know that they're excited to go play, and, and you know what? They're going to play their tails off, and, and uh, that's what it's all about. There's the atmosphere they're going to see, and then there's the LSU Tigers yeah, they're going to see out there on the football yeah, field. Yeah, we refer to those as, as creatures. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, um, they've, uh, they've got some really, really good football players, obviously. Um, you know, they're a team that's in the top one, two, or three uh, recruiting classes every year. Um, they can really run. Um, they're, they're a team that um, is deep, obviously, and, uh, and yet for us, as I talk to our guys, it's, it's really about the detail and preparation, and uh, that, that's what we've been doing this week. That's what we've been focused on, and then, uh, you know what, we'll get off the bus and go play the game. I want to ask you specifically, and I know, Brock, you can chime in here. I really think one of the keys, again, as it always is, is up front, their defensive line even without a ton of pressures, has created 12 sacks, which is the most in the country. So specifically up front, how is your offensive line and just both sides of the trenches preparing for this battle? You know, and, and uh, Brock will be able to tell you, you know, you, you go into these games, uh, it, it, it starts up front on both sides of the ball. And being able to get a stalemate here and there and be able to, you know, create some creases, um, you can't make it easy on them. You got to move the target a little bit. Uh, you got to give them some different looks. You got to give them some things that, that maybe you know gets them a, you know a beat uh, behind. And uh, those are the things that, that we've got to really do. And then when you play on the road, and, and I'm gonna just be honest. I think since I've been here, the one thing we have not done a very good job of on the road, is taking care of the football. And uh, we've got to do that. Yeah, it's going to be a tough test because they've had about 100 inches of rain in the last couple of weeks, and it looks like it's going to be rain all day, and it's going to be a you know a tough protecting the football kind of day. But uh, you know, like you said, if you can get the, get some things going up front, I mean, you want to ignite a crowd, give up a sack as an offensive line that gets <laughs> that gets them that going. Gets them going. Yeah. So it's uh, it's a it's a tough deal, and and uh, got to come out ready to go. Yeah, and and. Um you know, I, I, I really like our plan going in on both sides of the ball. You know, like I said, you, you know, one of the things when, when you go against teams like this, you can't let them read your mail. You know, they, they do an unbelievable job of coaching. They do a great job of scouting. They know exactly, you know, a certain formation. This is what you're getting, you know. So we've got to give them different looks. And the same thing on defense. We've got to do some things and show some things that they can't just say, oh, this is what it is. You know, we've got to do a good job of mixing that up. A little bit of self-scouting this week? Yeah, lots. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Lots. Yeah. Oh, can't wait to see that one again. It's 7.30 Eastern time. You can uh, listen to us on uh, the affiliates or a couple of the apps as well, or it'll be on the SEC Network. Our coverage begins at 6.30. Uh, Brock, I have heard 
that although the fans, as you said, Coach, are going to be against you, that when you walk in before the kickoff, they just willingly give out food to the visitors. So I, I don't know if he's going to make it up to the booth in time <laughs> I'm going to keep going around and around and come back through that line a few times and see what I can come out. I'll bring some up to the booth, though, Adam. Yeah. I love that. In fact, use that. I'm, I'm sure they'll fill up a plate for you. And uh, Well, we'll find out. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I think one of the things now officially is our new uh, tailgate ambassador and, and actually judge. I think you're going to like this tailgate. They're, they're, uh, <laughs> they, these people know how to do it. It's man. the SEC. It's... Uh, yeah. I wasn't overly impressed with Missouri, but they're, they're just not, they're not really an SEC team yeah. yet. Yet. They are, but, yeah. uh, but not really. Not, not, a, not, uh, not like an LSU, so we're excited for that. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, we're going to talk about that defensive line when we come back. Ian Scott, the defensive line coach, joining us as we continue here on the Coach Mack Show from Hunter's Ale House. It's the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Back here live at Hunter's Ale House in Mount Pleasant for the Coach Mack Show, getting ready for Central Michigan and LSU on Saturday. And uh, a guy that knows a little bit about everything starting up front, sitting up here with us, Coach Mack. Yeah, Ian Scott, our defensive line coach. And thanks for being here, Ian. Appreciate thanks for, it. <laughs> thanks for having me, Coach. Yeah, you know, and, uh, you know, Ian, obviously, you know, we had a chance on the podcast kind of to introduce him a little bit to the people and, and this and that. But, I think this is a great guy to have here because, uh, you know, Ian actually played at the University of Florida. He coached with us at Florida and, and uh, probably knows a little bit about LSU uh, from, from his time. Tell us about how that was. Uh, I've been there, been there a few times. We, uh, my sophomore year uh, was uh, when we played, and um, we played Auburn and LSU every year cross-divisionally still when I was in school and so LSU is still the cross-division rivalry you play every year but my sophomore year was in Louisiana and they tell you you know the older guys will tell you hey you know be careful with this that and the other and you know driving through town and little kids throwing you know <laughs> cups at the bus and you expect that from some adults maybe but you know the little kids are doing it and you know you walk out of the tunnel and you know the tiger is sitting there in the cage it's uh you know you can talk about it as much as you want, but it's it's another thing to actually go in and see it uh, for yourself. Uh, we were lucky enough. We had a really good football team that year in uh, 2001 and uh, played well there uh, then. And then uh, actually, uh, I actually played there as a pro. Uh, we went down and played the Saints when they had to relocate with That's Hurricane right. Katrina. So we played again in that stadium. No Tiger, but uh, <laughs> so I, I've been there a couple of times. Well, in uh – you know, we're, we're talking just a little bit about, you know, when you when you go into a game like this against, uh, you know, arguably some of the best players that are recruited, you know, nationally each year. What, what does that do kind of for your players? Well, I think one of the things that it does is it I think it, it helps a little bit with the focus. Um, I think that, uh, you know, the details are always about you, no matter who you're playing or who the opponent is. But I think naturally, I think, you know, when you know that because uh, these guys follow social media, they know all the people <laughs> that right. uh, were recruited against them. And uh, I think it's kind of like, you know, when you play a rival in high school, you know, you kind of there's a little bit different edge uh, than normal uh, sometimes. So I think from 
you know, just from a human standpoint that you get a little bit of that when you play an opponent? You know, when you, uh, when you break a team down like this, um, what are some of the things just that stand out to you as you first put your eyes on them? Well, I think uh, the athleticism uh, that they have, and that's at all positions. You know, yeah. a lot of people will talk about the speed at the skill positions, but one of the things that you see and you notice is the athleticism of the big guys. You know, they're, they can run, you know, plays downfield. When you see number 71 or, you know, 56 <laughs> running past people, you're like, okay, that, that, show, that stands out on tape. And uh, so that's one of the things that you notice is just as a group, the athleticism overall of the group. Uh, they uh, they do a they do a good job there, and uh, they do they do a lot of stuff moving people around uh, that you you have to be really disciplined in what you do on defense, and uh, everybody's got to be communicating on the same page. Which when you go on the road is nice for a defense because it's quiet when you're on the field, which you're not used to when you play at home. <laughs> That's right. The uh, uh, talk a little bit about kind of your group and and uh, a little bit about the guys and and uh, you know how they're doing. So, you know, we have trying to develop some depth there up front. We have uh, some guys on the outside that have played a lot of football with uh, f here with uh, Hairston and uh, Sadiq and Laquan. Uh, Laquan coming off of injury, but an experienced guy. Um, and then you bring in Incum, who's played a lot of football, although not here. So those first four guys have played a lot and have been doing some really good things on film, uh, doing th being productive in the games and all those types of things and kind of, you know, carrying us a little bit while the guys inside, some of the younger guys uh, being able to step up. You know, we have uh, Quezzy, uh, Bristol, and then we got uh, Tico that have been starting, and those are the guys that have played uh, coming back. Those were the returners, and we've been able to, I think, develop a little bit of depth. We got uh, Tyrese who transferred in and um, also uh, Jason as a, you know, being able to come here in the spring I think really helped him, and he's really stepped up and been able to play and help us as a true freshman really on the field and then uh we got uh, Whiteside, another transfer in from uh, austin p to help give us some depth inside so we can rotate and keep guys fresh because the hard thing is when you only have a few guys that have to play that many snaps you know they start to wear down and i think we've been able to keep guys fresh and i think they're feeling good and you know starting to develop the right practice habits to get us ready to play and be successful so you know that rotation piece is so important at that position because you you know you, you tell those guys to just be relentless playing and play out and uh, you know you can't really can't really hold back you know you can't that's take right. a playoff to because that's just when you're not going to be in your gap and they pop a big run on you so um how is it that that you guys go go into the week and and kind of think about the rotation you know of the front well really what I'm what we're trying to do is uh, give give the guys enough reps in practice that they understand what the game plan is and what they're going to see and then when we get in the game really you know trying early to kind of get the rotation in early and keep guys fresh that way you know sometimes at the end of the games that rotation gets a little bit tighter but if you've done a good job early enough in the game getting guys in, then those guys are fresh and can continue to go out there uh, in key moments. But uh, those other guys are starting to come up where you trust them a little bit more than maybe the first game of the season to be able to execute in those moments as well. So we feel really good uh, right now about, you know, the first eight guys or so um, being able to go in there and execute and make plays, which is a really good thing because now you can uh, rotate a lot of guys and keep guys fresh. And then that way, 
the guys that you really got to count on in the fourth quarter can go and, and, and be at their best, which is really what you need. You know, it's kind of interesting. I, I, I get a kick out of Ian. Uh, you know, he, he's, he's probably one of the few guys that, uh, you know, got his engineering degree uh, from the University of Florida. Uh, he was a, uh, an academic All-American uh, as well as a great player and, and um, actually chose to come into football a little late, you know, uh, after he played in the National Football League, uh, you know, he, he went in uh, and, and worked in the private sector. Uh, he, what the heck were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, my, when I, and I don't know if we've shared this before, you know, my, I had always wanted to be involved uh, with football when I got done. You know, my dream was to be able to play long enough and be able to, you know, coach high school or do something like that, you know, where, um, you know, once I had made enough money to, to be able to do that, unfortunately, injuries derailed uh, that dream for me. Sure. And so then I had to find another plan. And, you know, that started by going back and finishing my degree at the University of Florida. And unfortunately, at the time, coaching jobs weren't open. And it's just something that I talked to different coaches and got advice. How do I do this? How do I do that? And uh, really just came down to an opportunity. I was volunteering at the high school and was getting ready and I came down to a decision of you know I had an opportunity to move to Mexico with my job and that was going to be a two-year assignment and then um, when you guys you know were at Florida and you had some transition on your defensive staff there you know an opportunity to be a graduate assistant and if um, if I had you know not taken that opportunity to be a graduate assistant then the coaching door pretty much at that point is closed because I've been in Mexico for two years, don't know anybody, no communication. And then, you know, kind of looking back at it from here, COVID happens and I would have been stuck in Mexico with COVID. So, you know, there's, <laughs> <That's a good laughs> you know, there's no, no opportunity. And, you know, my wife said, you know what, if you better go do this now or I don't want to hear about it anymore. So, you know, when the wife says, you know, kind of gives you one of those ultimatums, it's kind of like, okay, you know, I got to, uh, got to kind of do what, uh, you know, the right thing here for the family but you know what the great thing is is that my kids get to be involved you know my they love coming to the games they love being a part of the team you know they can't show up at the factory and see what i do yeah um and i can't go home and have a conversation with my wife about the spreadsheet that i just built for um <laughs> this manager i can but you know that's the conversation that you have when she's tired and wants to go to sleep so um you know it, it just as a family I think it's been really good for us as a family and again can't you know thank you enough I, that's the same thing you told me when we first met like you really want to do this all right well nice to meet you <laughs> i'm still wonder you know I, the I'm vote like, of confidence hey, you need it yeah, right you know just just what he expected from the head coach yeah. <laughs> right. well i tell you what we're sure glad he uh, obviously chose to come join our family here and and does a fantastic job because here's a guy who played it uh obviously at the highest level in the national football league he's a guy that understands the importance of an education and what it can do for you um, after football and you know there's a lot of things that that he's able to bring to the table uh, for our players and in when he goes out and recruits you know i mean instant credibility i've got to ask you i was at brock before he uh, took off out there uh you know i kind of was doing the timeline so um did you guys uh, 
hook horns with the Bengals ever or, or any of that stuff? Uh, or not, 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 not when he was with Cincinnati. <laughs> we actually, uh, and we talked about this uh, last week sometime, he was with the 49ers. 49ers, when we, when we, yeah. Uh, yeah. Played. He had to come out to Chicago on a Sunday night. Uh, that was one of the times when we were playing very well. Um, so, you know, you. that was uh, that was one in our favor. Um, and uh, so he, he knows the guy. Uh, they had uh, Terry Jackson, who's a gator, who's mm -hmm. also from Gainesville, who I'm good friends with. We, you know, we messed with him that whole week. And uh, <laughs> so didn't, you know, know Brock personally then, but, you know, I do now. So um, we played then. And uh, I think that was probably the only time, though. Sure, sure. Well, um you know, it's not very often, you know, I can bring somebody up here that's, that's actually right. uh, played against Brock. That, that, that's actually a pretty cool thing. And but, we can get uh, the real scouting yeah. report, not the uh, favored version <laughs> that Brock Gutierrez is going to give us. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I, I really appreciate it. And thanks so much, uh, obviously, for coming. And, and uh, I think the fans actually got an idea of, of just the quality of, of not only person that Ian is, but just our whole staff in general and what a bunch of great guys they are and, and uh, how lucky we are to have them here in Mount Pleasant. Ian Scott, welcome to Central Michigan. Go get them on Saturday, okay? Thank you. All right, we'll come back. We'll talk with a couple of his players on the defensive line on the Coach Mack Show. This is the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. You've trained for this all year. Endless hours of cardio, conditioning, and weights. And now, you are ready. Ready to trek back to your seat from the concession stand. Through the lines, lost fans, and that mascot who wants you to do a little dancey dance. All without spilling a drop of your ice-cold Bud Light. Welcome back to football, sports fans. What makes Clark Home stand above the rest? It's their commitment to quality and customer satisfaction. Offering the largest selection of Commodore and Rochester modular homes in Central Michigan. To assure quality, Clark Home takes care of everything from start to finish with no subcontractors on your new home. And special options are available. Call 989-772-2703. You would be surprised what Clark Home can do, making your dream home come true. It's worth the drive to Clark Home on M20, just five miles east of Mount Pleasant, where service is on the house. I'm Jay McDowell, and MidMichigan Health is my go-to place. After having already made it through two heart procedures and numerous orthopedic injuries, fighting COVID-19 was without a doubt my toughest health challenge. With multiple complications and 81 days in the hospital, it was the constant care and encouragement of the rehab center staff at MidMichigan Medical Center Gratiot that kept me motivated. While my recovery was hard work, the therapists were absolutely the best. They saved my life and got me back home to my family. Learn more at midmichigan.org slash inpatientrehab. Hear that? That's the plumpest, juiciest hot dogs you've ever seen getting their grill on. But we both know it'll make it sound even better. Oh, yeah. It's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, relish, mustard, and onions perfectly blending into a crescendo of flavor, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better. A cold, refreshing Pepsi. See what I mean? It's like music to my ears. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Continue on the Coach Max show. We're talking about the defensive line here. They've got a big test coming up on Saturday against the LSU Tigers. Adam Jackson, Coach Mack, 
and the co-defensive MVP last year, the Mid-American Conference. Pretty pretty good player yeah, to pretty, our left Pretty here. darn good player, Troy Harrison. How you doing, Troy? I'm doing pretty good. Tell, doing me, how, tell me how the week's been, man. Um, you know, it's been very detail-oriented. Um, we've been flying around in practice, um, working on little details. Uh, certain things we, we're pointing at emphasis. Um, you know, we just try to get everything together, get our mind right for LSU. Sure. You know, I, I know you've told the story, but it just, I think it's a fantastic story. You know, you mentioned Player of the Year in the Mid-American Conference, and, and there's Dr. Davies taking care of the players, bringing uh -huh. them another little slice of pizza. Right but, after uh, practice. Yeah, that's a good thing. <laughs> but, uh, hey, that, that's healthy pizza, so don't worry about <laughs> it. All right, it's, it's perfect. But, uh, um, you know, for you, becoming the Player of the Year in the league a year ago, how did that start coming out of high school? I mean, I think the people here should really hear this story. Um, you know, as far as uh, coming out of high school, uh, it's, it's been a really like a, 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 a hard-nosed football, um, you know, run to the ball. Um, you know, with, with me being a little bit smaller and not as big and athletic as everybody else, I had to try to find different ways to um, – to, to, to tailor my game. So a lot of technique and, and a lot of attention to details um, and, and, and trying to make plays where other people usually don't try to make those plays. So and, and really um, probably the biggest thing that helped me was uh, protecting the dudes behind me. Um, yeah. A lot of times I focus on uh, not allowing tackles to go second level because um, we got a we got a great, you know, two back there, George Douglas and Troy Brown. So um, anytime I'm wrong, they're going to make me right. Uh, and, and a lot of dudes going to key on them. So when they're worried about them, a lot of times I can make plays. When they're worried about me, they can make plays. So there's a lot, a lot, of, a lot of things that, that I had to really put in a lot of hard work and stuff and to get where I'm at. And, you know, you, you, you came here as, as a <clears throat> little bit of an unrecruited walk-on mm -hmm. and, and um, really were determined to make this football team and, and really prove not only to yourself but the people around you what a great player you are. Mm -hmm. How was that when you come in your gray shirt and work in the equipment room? Is that kind of how that worked a little bit? Well, or actually, how did that, that kind of go? Well, I came out of high school with maybe two offers. Sure. Um, uh -huh. uh, and uh, no stars, anything like that. And uh, I actually came uh, as a preferred walk-on. Right. So no gray shirt, no money, anything. Uh -huh. And uh, when I came here in 2016, I actually came here with an injury because I was working real hard in the summer lifting, trying to get ready to come and earn my way. Um, I actually got taken off the team. I wasn't even put on the roster in 2016. It was told that I, if I wanted to be around the team and learn some of the plays, sure. I could work with McPike in the equipment room. Yeah, how about that? So yeah, that was what I did. I worked, uh, grabbed loops, and I would set the periods on the clock up in the booth every sure. morning. So mm -hmm. that's, uh, that's basically how it started. And so I ended up coming back in, uh, in the spring, and and work my way up from there. Yeah, you know, he tells me a great story, too. When I first got here, you know, I started meeting with guys, and <clears throat> for about three days, he just sat out my, outside my office waiting to meet. And, uh, and uh, you know what? I knew there was something special about this guy because he looks you in the eye. He, he understands the detail it takes uh, to be successful, and he's driven. And, you know, he plays like that. I know you enjoy watching him. He, he, Adam always talks about how hard you go. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, that there, there's something about that relentless motor. And uh, wh where the heck that come from? Um, really started with my dad and a lot of the old school dudes I used to watch playing football. Yeah. Um, like, my dad really tailored me to be a, a really old school 
middle linebacker to go hunt the ball downhill, you know, looking for power eye and, and wishbone. Yeah. We don't we don't really <laughs> we don't see, see that see no more. Anymore. That's right. But that's what yeah. that's what I was looking for. So yeah. um I used to watch dudes like Troy Palomalo as well. Uh-huh. So um and like again with me being undersized, I knew I had to do something to set myself apart. Mm-hmm. So all my career just just had a, uh, it, like the ball was a magnet. That's what my dad used to tell me. It's a magnet. So go get it. Go get it. Go get it. So that's how I really play every play. And it, it gets rough out there, but <laughs> you just got to find a way to, to get through it because, you know, once you off the field, you know, the offense go take care of you. So That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I tell you what, we're glad that you're a Chippewa and, and what you bring to this team and in the way you go about your business, your leadership, um, the way you practice and and the way you prepare i mean that 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 really is is something that i'm going to tell you i'll always remember about troy harrison well i hope you're buying uh mcpike some lunch or something that he treated him yeah. well and kept him around <laughs> for you <laughs> no I'm, I'm just glad he didn't run him off right <laughs> yeah, that's it, right it, so uh but no it, it means so much and, and troy i'm looking forward to seeing you play in uh, another sec stadium and and uh you know, against some really good players, uh, it's going to be fun for you. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm appreciative of every opportunity, so I'm glad we uh, we get another chance at this. So. All right. That's and, great. And uh, a reminder for all the fans, uh, these three names, pretty good. Uh, there's this uh, Dan Bazine, <laughs> Ray Bentley, and Troy Hairston, the only three MAC Defensive Player of the Years to come from Central Michigan. So why don't you give this guy a hand for his efforts last year? Pretty darn yep. good on the football field. Those are some good players here you know, at CMU. Great players. And uh, you know what? Uh, I just wish everybody played as hard as this guy. Yeah, well, we can't wait to see that motor on Saturday. Troy, thanks so much for joining us. Go get him down there in Baton Rouge. Appreciate it. Fire up. And ma- right. make sure you thank the president for <laughs> uh, yeah. pizza, okay? I was staring at it this whole interview. I keep looking <laughs> Out of the corner of my eye. <laughs> All right. Waiting for us to shut up. We'll do that. You enjoy your pizza. We'll bring up your teammate, Thomas Incum, as we continue on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. segments to go here on the Coach Mack Show as we're getting you ready for Central Michigan and LSU down in Baton Rouge on Saturday. We've had uh, talking about the defensive line here and Coach Mack, uh, I'm sure you're pretty excited this transfer decided to join your program. <laughs> Boy, huh? I, I really am. In fact, uh, you know, true story, um, I was actually driving when I first FaceTimed Face with you, yeah. right? You remember that? Yeah. And uh, I think I was like, uh, I'm not sure this is legal, but you know what? <laughs> this guy's good enough. I'm going to go ahead and FaceTime him while I was driving. So, uh, but boy, are we glad to have you, Thomas Incum, and, and thanks for being here. Uh, thank you. Uh, tell us uh, a little bit about, uh, obviously, transferred in. Give us a little background. Um, I started playing football around 11th grade because mm-hmm. I'm still new to it. I was a soccer guy. Yeah. Still kind of a soccer guy. <laughs> well, well, welcome yeah, up yeah, here. He I'd love soccer. to hear that. So, so you were a Ted Lasso? Is that the, <laughs> name, right. of the, is that the name of the show? Yeah. My wife keeps telling me about this <laughs> soccer show. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, so um, I, I committed to Valdosta State coming out of um, high school as a tight end. And, uh, I, I transferred to defensive end around like sophomore year because I, I don't like getting hit. I like to <laughs> give the hit. So I told my head coach, yeah, I might as well play defensive end. And I tried it out and it played out to be perfect. 
Yeah, you know, it actually worked out uh, for us when we were at Florida. Our, our tight end coach actually noticed you. Yeah, great. Yeah, Coach <laughs> Nord, when you were uh, at one of those camps. Yeah, I yeah, did. Yeah, and, like, this guy's an athlete that l really was new to football. New to football. I just like to run. You know, since soccer, you just run around every time. That's right. I was like, yeah, I could catch up one run. They're not going to catch me. So. Well, here's the deal. In the game of football this weekend, don't worry about getting a red card or a yellow <laughs> card or whatever that card is. You oh, go nah. ahead and hit them. All yeah, right. And if there's fast. a fumble on the ground, don't, don't kick the ball. Just go ahead and scoop <laughs> it up. All right? Yeah. yeah. How's the transition been for you from, uh, you know, Division Two to Division One? Uh, my first uh, – coming here during the spring, it was a big uh, culture shock. I was still trying to get used to the program. But right now, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm uh -huh. good to go. I think I'm uh, adjusted pretty good, and I like the program. Yeah. No, I'll tell you, in, in the way you play, I, obviously, it's come in and put stats up immediately and, and really – most importantly, doing your job. I think Troy hit it on the head. You know, sometimes you've got to take two so the guys behind you can make Definitely. a play. Definitely. Yeah. How is uh, how have you adjusted kind of to the new defense and, and uh, some of the things you've been taught? Uh, since being here, uh, one thing uh, Coach Aki showed me is play fast, play physical, and just do your job, and everything's just going to flow smooth. And that's one uh, thing I took in, just play fast and just do your job, and everything's just going to play out perfect. That's right. Um, you know, from a from an academic standpoint, how close are you to getting that degree? Oh uh, yeah, I graduated this uh, December. Yeah, I'm ready. It's been a long moment, long journey. Yeah, and I'm ready. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things I, uh, I'm really proud of these guys, uh, knowing where they're at, and uh, obviously uh, getting that degree. Uh, something's going to change your life forever. Forever. Yeah, that's Can't take great. It away. Well, we're uh, we're very excited to have. I gotta sneak this. In. I gotta yeah. know what position on the soccer pitch did you play? Where'd you uh, play at? I was a midfielder. Oh, so he did all the running, coach. Yeah. So he it, he should be endured and ready to go. He should never get tired if he was a midfielder. <laughs> you, you know what though? He doesn't get tired. There I you mean, go. I mean, he's an energizer bunny out there, man. So yeah. uh, that's again, a good thing. Yeah. You got Coach Murph, big soccer guy. Uh, your field goal kicker is a soccer guy. He's pretty good. Uh -huh. uh, Luke Elzinga, I believe, got some soccer background a little uh -huh. bit, and uh, now Thomas Incoom as well. So doing pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I gotta start checking this a little bit, but. Uh, <laughs> No, I tell you what, if I knew they all could uh, run like Thomas and play like Thomas, I'd let them all go play soccer. <laughs> well, great to have you here. Good luck on Saturday and the rest of the year. Can't wait to watch you. Thank you. Thanks, right. buddy. Fire up. All right. Fire, Fire up, up, Chips, indeed. We'll come back, wrap this one up on the Coach Max Show. It's the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. A couple minutes here on the Coach Mack Show. Adam Jackson rejoined by Bronco Terras and the third-year head coach, Jim McElwain. Well, we've uh, seen you guys get prepared, all practiced up, ready to go. We've had the Coach Mack Show, and uh, it's about time to go play this game on Saturday. Yeah, it is, and uh, we're excited about it. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's a, it's a great opportunity. It's, it's uh, obviously a terrific challenge, uh, and yet uh, – you know, that's why you come play the game. That's, that's why you come to Central Michigan. You know you're going to play in these type of games. And, and uh, you know, that, that I think our kids are really looking forward to it. Brock, about 20 seconds here, but wanted to, I mean, what, what is this like when you were a player to play in one of these big venues and against a Power 5 team? Uh, what did that mean to you and the guys? I mean, you better have a big chip on your shoulder and go down there and take care of business. I mean, 
you know, uh, I'd venture a guess that nobody here got offered a scholarship by anybody from LSU or anybody from the SEC, and that's not a knock on anybody here. It's just the way it is, and you just take this opportunity to to uh, show those folks down there that you can play some damn good football too and go down there and get after it. I mean, that's all you can do, and then be close enough at the end of the game to get a, to get a victory. That's right, and uh, we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun and be great for the people that are there and, and – uh, you know, one of the greatest places in all of college football to, to, to play, uh, especially a night game, you know, there in Baton Rouge. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's, it's something we should all look forward to. You can't it's, wait for it. It's on Saturday, Central Michigan, Louisiana State, 6.30 pregame, 7.30 kick. You can hear it on our affiliates on the CMU Athletics app, the Varsity Sports Network app, or you can watch it on the SEC Network. Enjoy the game and fire up chips.